friends. I've been expecting you. Oh, hello. Hello. Hopefully you've been expecting us. Yeah, you're here. Or maybe you're new and you weren't expecting to stumble upon this cast of pods in your journey. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Welcome, yeah. weary traveler. Welcome. Stop by my fire. Rest your weary legs. There's a tavern over here. Would you like to go in it too? And have a drink? <laughs> here, rest here. Continue scr scrolling when you are ready. Would you like some ale? Ale? Yeah. Is that a thing anymore? I have no idea. Yeah, that's a thing. So. I guess at like Renaissance fairs, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think... It There's were, ales. Is ale just like... Is ale just beer? You can't talk to me about like uh, this. I'm a noob on any kind of beverage like that. Hey, mom, if you want to weigh in. I know you're a, a beer and wine because, drinker. Uh, yeah, I am. Well, you know, we are both like uh, non-alcohol consumers. That and like any drugs, anything. Yeah, we we uh, we're pretty clean. We are clean. Unless you're talking about Tylenol. Yes. That's and it. uh caffeine. So I'm uh what you would call uncool according to everybody. <laughs> except you know, other people like us. We just don't like to have fun here at Alternative Bird Studios. We do not. <laughs> we studios. just like to I don't know. <laughs> We're yeah, so the, official. In our studios. Uh-huh. Here we are in our Hershey, Pennsylvania studios. <laughs> in my radio voice. That's really good. I don't think it is. I think it's good. It's all right. Great. But yeah, we don't have fun. We just sit, eat junk food and carbs, and watch stand-up on Netflix. Oh, yeah. That's our only thing that we do. Yeah. Oh, and we go shopping. We buy a lot of things. Yeah, we just bought some pillows today. Well, yeah, so we needed some new back pillows for our couch that we thrifted like a couple months ago, right. several months ago. It was in the summer. Yeah, and the back pillows were really squished in and just not functional. Yeah, I was contorting them with my weight. You eventually crushed them both down, or like we both did, I think. Yeah, yeah. Into like a pile of mush. So we needed new ones, and we got new ones, and they're great. Right, they're like uh, about the same size, but not crushed. Yeah. I think they're like, you know, like 18 by 18 inches or something like that. Yeah, I just love... I don't know, they're just big gray squares, and yeah. they're firm enough, but also have a little bit of give, so that mm -hmm. when you lean back on that couch, you're feeling comfy. Yes. I I just love adding something small like that, because it makes a huge difference. Right. We have these like clean lines on our couch now, and it looks so neat, so nice, so good. Clean lines? Clean lines. So we had the squished in pillows, we're just like a pile of bleh, like onto our couch. Now we have these pillows that stand tall and nice and don't contort in any weird ways unless you sit on it. Okay, so you're saying now the couch looks nice as well as is comfortable. It looks neater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much neater. Also, we got a new lamp. New lamp time. I can't really describe what the style is. So it's like a, a very thin lamp, but it's also kind of a shelving unit. Right, it has two shelves in it. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know, it looks like the bamboo structures, but yes. not bamboo. It's like square wood. Yeah. Like pillars. With like a like a square lampshade on top, like a rectangular Right, it's thing. a big old rectangle, but it ha I don't know. It's so cool. I don't know. We got it from Target. It looks yeah. nice. It's a square. We put it next to the couch, which again, makes it look so much more put together. Right. You mean a lamp next to a couch? Or like, a nice lamp next yeah, to a just couch? Yeah, just like the straight lines. It right. just all looks so put together now. Clean lines. Yeah, that place was, uh, that area was just such a wreck for a bit <laughs> because we just like, we sit on it all the time. That is where our butts go right. when we are here and it looked like garbage. Yeah, well, it doesn't now. Not anymore. Also, we got some flowers for, <laughs> well, we have these like two <laughs> shelves next to our television. Uh-huh. You know, it's great to talk about visuals on an audio platform. We love doing that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. But we have these shelves where we put like, I don't know, knickknacks and things yeah. uh, next to on both sides of our television. Mm -hmm. And we have these two like plush Japanese looking cats. Which you won when we went to uh, Knobles. Knobles. From a like a claw machine. Yeah. So we weren't interested in any of the rides. We were interested in the arcade. And you, we spent like the whole 
time <laughs> like that little time spent there we uh spent f- it at the i feel like arcade. we spent like 30 or 40 dollars specifically you spent 30 yeah, or 40 dollars on money. that machine i was like you i'm sure are better because you used to talk about how you win these things all the time i once won seven stuffed animals from a claw machine at in one go yeah so you're a champion so i put all my money into you and I was like, get these. And then we eventually got two of them. Yeah, which uh, I looked at the online prices and it about equaled out what we would have paid. Honestly, I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm not mad at all. Worth it. Yeah, worth it. Anyway, Plus we had on. a fun time in the sun. It was cute. Under the shade and in the sun. We got cold hot chocolates. We did. That was frozen hot chocolates. And, Those um, were fun. And popcorn. You got kettle corn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a really nice time. It was a good day. Yeah. Again, we weren't interested in the rides. We were just like, arcade, hey. But uh, anyways, those cats, I forget what they're called. There's like a brand name. Yeah. But they're basically, there's like a yellow lucky cat looking cat. Mm -hmm. And then there's like a blue cat with like a half moon figure on its forehead. And we put those little cats in baskets, (laughs) one on each side. And it's kind of like, it's, it's Brooke and it's me. It's mm-hmm. yellow cat and it's blue cat. Yes. And we have, and well, we, Brooke put uh, some like flowers that are kind of go along with the cat's color scheme in the basket with them. I am so good, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I really in, am enjoying uh, experiencing your interior design um, process. I, I do have a process, I must yeah. say. Yeah. And it involves every couple months picking up a new table. A new table, um, new knickknacks, all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. A lot of... Some uh, rearranging. Yeah. Yeah. And on, on my... I, I call it my shelf, even <laughs> though it does have some of your things on it. Mm-hmm. But like it has like D&D books and <laughs> <laughs> some like a vinyl record on display. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think we're uh, pretty good with organizing. Yeah, we're doing both. it. We're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, we, we are got, adulting. Yeah, and not today, but like I guess this weekend we kind of did some uh gavalanting. Ga- gallivanting. Uh, gallivanting. There you go. Ga- what did I say? Gavalanting. Gavalanting. You switched. Like I'm using a gavel and I'm lanting. <laughs> I'm lanting with it. Yeah. Of course, of course. <laughs> Whatever. English but words. We got a <laughs> nightstand for Brooke's side of the bed. Oh my Oh my god. Okay, so now, I am obsessed with thrifting and antiquing. I have a problem. Um, I went to Blue Mountain in Palmyra and got, like, several shirts and a skirt. Shout out. Um, shout out. But if you're a woman, they pretty much always have nice options for you there if yeah. you sift. Yeah, I'm an extra small, so my uh, section's very short. It's not a very large one, but I always find some really good pieces. Like, right. quality, good fucking pieces. But anyway, this is not the point of this. The other point is um, there's a place in Hummel Sound called Old Factory. Is it Old Factory or Old? It's Old Factory. It's O-L-D-E Factory. Ooh, Old spelled the old way. Yeah, and there's a vendor on the second floor right in the middle that always has these like wood pieces, like tables, dressers, anything. It's always these little fun decorative um, pieces that are also like practical and useful. And they're always painted a nice color. A lot of times there's white, sometimes there's pink, sometimes there's black, sometimes there's just these like teal colors. It's beautiful. And, so uh, shout out to this person because I have bought so far on in our apartment there are four things by this person. <laughs> yes, yes there are. Seriously, I they're such good pieces. They like the drawers always work perfectly. There's like no like visible you know uh what am, what am I looking for? Uh, de- damage of yeah, any kind. Damage yeah, yeah, deformities. Uh yes, and it's always just you know like these solid heavy wood pieces. We should uh, find out who this person is. I know. Because anyway, that's my rant. I fucking love this person. Whoever this is, I love them. Thank you. And uh, also to educate anybody that does not go to antique places or anything. Often, if you go to a thrifting slash antique store, which often they are combined. It's kind of two in one. But uh, they have these um, sections of the store 
that are little areas where certain vendors will put items that they have found and curated themselves. Yes. So sometimes it can be like, say, um, someone uh, in your family has passed away, maybe a grandma, and they have had a lot of knickknacks, a lot of um, things that they collected over the years, and you don't really know what to do with them. So like maybe someone with, uh, that knows them that's in the family would maybe sell them. Um, sometimes then on the other side of it, it's people that craft their own things and they sell them. So it can be like actual antiques, say like from, you know, like years ago, or it could be brand new pieces. So you'd have to watch out. Like if you're looking for actual antiques, you have to be careful. Um, but no, yeah, it, it's, it ranges from all kinds of different, uh, vendors and like n- new and old pieces. It's really fun. Right, but usually all of it kind of looks the same kind of vibe. That's yeah. why you said you got to be careful if you're looking for actual old things. Yeah, because a lot of times they do try and make it look rustic. Which, uh, if you're just looking to shop for the aesthetic, then those new pieces could, you know, be for you. Definitely, definitely. Right, unless if you're not like uh, one of those people that like to watch Antique Roadshow and <laughs> stuff like that or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have a problem. I don't know if it's a problem. It's a problem. I'm going to accumulate even more pieces from that place when right, uh, but we move. When we have nothing, it's pretty great to, you know, decorate. I know. I know. It's great. Yeah, we got this. Um, So next to me is a new white table, a little nightstand, and it's got a nice drawer and then like a um a space under it, like another additional shelf like on the ground kind of. I imagine that some uh people that read would put their night books there. Yeah. It oh, oh my gosh, it's so cute. I wish you guys could see it. It fits in a very nice angle. Yeah. Nice and we, place. And so our next uh the next thing is getting one for you, but probably a bigger one cuz you have like more space over there. Right, but also uh you know, we're not going to be in this apartment forever. So forever. Uh we got like maybe 2 months until we're out of here. That's true. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, but who knows what kind of uh, bed we're gonna have, that or is true. what kind of space we're gonna be in. Yeah, we don't know what we're going to be working with, so yeah, we'll have a new change. space. It could change. Um, that's why again, I, I you know I haven't bought a lot of pieces for our apartment anyway because I knew like going into this we weren't staying for more than a year, so it's like I'm gonna get light pieces that we can easily transport. And not say um, like a one thousand dollar big couch unit, right? I mean, wait, were you thinking about that from the beginning since we got here? Pretty much. I I definitely was not. Yeah. I was like, I was coming into it like we could stay here for one time. We could stay here for ten years. I don't know. I figured we'd move. Honestly, I I know us. I knew that. Um, you know, this was a this was a nice starter place. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um. It's much more spacious than you'd think. You'd think, like, you know, if you looked at, like, say, the front of our apartment, um, the building, and you see, like, we're on, like, the top left corner. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you'd think, like, ah, it's not a lot of space. It's a lot of space. We've got two bedrooms, two bathrooms, um, a living room, and a kitchen and dining area. It's pretty big for us. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's I, honestly I, spacious. I, I've never felt cramped in here. No, not at all. Never. So, like, this size is perfect. It's just, I would like something a lot more updated. Yeah, a little newer. Yeah, and we just can't afford the updated version of this. Right, yeah, there are updated versions of the apartment that but we're living in. But it's not $1,250. Yeah, that, so. <laughs> that's a little much. Yeah. And also, like, we're living in, uh, currently, our, like, the the people that owns these buildings mm-hmm. is, like, a private owner. Yeah, it's not like landlord. a business, like a reality business that owns a thing. Yes, yeah, it's not public; it's private. So, um, you know, yeah, it's more of a hassle to get a hold of anybody. It is, uh, but you know, it's also nice because you know, no one really bothers us. That's true. I do like not being bothered. I like being left alone. Well, do people get bothered at non? Uh, private apartments. It's possible sometimes, depending on the like you know landlord person. Uh, they can be sometimes, you know, uh, checking in every now and then, or sometimes you're like, Hey, I want to like come in and do something. Like, I don't know. Um, sometimes even like if you agree to be one of the apartments that they show, 
Like, you know, that can happen. Wait, I thought they just had, like, empty furnished apartments that they show. Nope, those are people living in there. Oh, yeah, okay. they agree to it. And I All forget right. what they get for it. Um, If they get anything, I don't know. Um, I would want uh money off of my rent. Yeah, but that's a that's a thing. You have to obviously keep it nice at all times. But if you're a very neat person, then then that works for you. Um Yeah, de- definitely not. Yeah, and I'm sure if you work during the day, then they can show it during, during the day, whatever. Uh but yeah, that's a thing. If you have like normal non-Halloween looking decor. I have to say, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's not us. Yeah. Um yeah, we could never be that, honestly. No, uh, they probably find someone that likes to put, uh, chickens all over their apartment and have like you know nice Roosters. white furniture. I okay. don't know, in white like barn themed, right? Like the barn themed houses with all the white furniture and like things. that, like that one aisle and at home and Michaels and Hobby Lobby where for some reason there's people that like to decorate their home with fake cotton plants and <laughs> yeah, have yeah, like. Yeah, yeah farmhouse mm-hmm. and stuff and like you're not a farmer you farm. haven't worked a day in your life what are you doing <laughs> they just really like uh farms i don't know i don't know farm aesthetic i i guess is there anything that we could uh say that doesn't work for i don't know if there's anything that we do that you could contribute to like hey you can't like that's ridiculous why do you have that um like about like uh not farmers having farm decorations well, I don't know. I mean, we have pretty normal stuff aside from like our uh, weird pieces. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, interior decorating. It's fun. Yeah. Oh, and we got like nice. Well, recently, uh, Brooke posted a picture on our Instagram for us recording this episode. Oh, yeah, I did. But we got like uh, these like arms that are attached to the side of our bed that hold our microphones. So we are sitting in bed right now recording. This is the best setup ever. And what did I say from the beginning? This is what you wanted to do from the beginning, but I wanted to separate our work from our bed. But then, you know, some stuff happened and I was like, all right, let's just say, uh, I say we just do this now. Yeah. Yeah. And I I installed some hooks to hang our headphones from. I love it. It's nice. Yeah, we're very organized. I thought it'd be too cluttered, but it works. Yeah, yeah. And eventually, you know, maybe we will uh, record some videos too. Yeah, we definitely want to at some point do a video format for the podcast. You know, yeah. put it up on YouTube. So if you're listening to this and uh, you're interested in that, or you're not interested in that, let us know in some way. Uh, you can comment. Yeah, like, if you like watch video uh video formats of podcasts or anything. Yeah, but if you like, you know, just comment on our page or something, like on one on one of our posts, whatever. Um, you can even email us. We have emails. But uh Oh yeah, like uh at T R W pod. Oh wait, no, what's the other one? Uh do we have a Gmail for this? For not for this, but we have one for alternative bird, I think. Okay. So probably Maybe. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm gonna I need have to, to look. like re- relook at emails. I know. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> have to look. I looking at my email right now. Yeah, I don't know. No, we just got TRW Pod. Oh crap! Anyway, if we make an uh um an email for this podcast, we'll make an email for people to write in at some point. Yeah, because. Also, I honestly, I would love to play with an advice segment of any kind. Ooh, that'd be cool. It'd be so cool. Have like a fourteen-year-olds write in and be like, "I like boy. How do I talk to boy?" Yeah, and it will be anonymous, even if like I mean, I would like people to have to like put they want they they want it to be no. Actually, I want them to put if they don't want it to be anonymous. Like regardless, I'd keep their name out because like if they don't specify, I would just opt to keep it anonymous right probably or just use their first initial or something yeah or just say like hey uh sarah writes in yeah like who who's sarah i don't know could be anybody yeah i don't want to disclose any information about person's life without their permission we're not here to dox you yeah i'm I'm not trying to like here's you know this person's situation and love life thing happening i don't want to expose that for them if they don't want that aired completely Right. So I'm trying to be conscious of that. So like I would love it if people would specify if they want their name said. 
you know? Yeah, it just makes everything a bit easier. Yeah, I'm not trying to uh, make people upset. Right, but what we're what we're really saying is that we would love fan interaction. We want fan interaction or but just like person interaction. That, not saying that we are so cool that we have fans, Ew, but maybe yeah, just like people that listen. People, yeah, listener interaction. Let's call it that. I don't want to hey, say friends. we have fans. No, friends. Like I'm not, I can't, I don't have much of an I mean, I have an ego, but, like, not much of one to, like, say that I have <laughs> fans. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even, it does, like... It does if, feel a tad egotistical. It feels egotis- egotistical and gross to me for some reason. Just, like, even when other people do it, I don't care. But, like, when I do it, I'm like, ew. Well, there's a difference between, like, uh, saying that you're talking to the fans. Yeah. If you have people that would call themselves fans. But, like, they have to initiate that first. Yeah. There's just something about me, like, ever saying that I have fans. I'm like, no, you don't. You know what I mean? Well, currently, I would say we don't. I hate myself. Yeah, no, I'm just... Besides my mom. It's fine. Anyway, uh, we want listener interaction. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Like I said, my mom would probably be the first email in. (laughs) She'd write in and be like, hi, son. True, yeah. But also, I don't know, I think it's... If, you know, there's a lot of people in this world and people on my Facebook feed that feel like they don't have a lot of people to talk to. And if they just, you know, need to vent or give us something to, like, help with in any way, shape, or form, I would love that. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know? I I definitely know there's a lot of, uh, like, YouTubers out there that you know, create communities through uh, giving advice to people that yeah. are looking for it. I mean, they don't even need to, like, li- listen to us. If they see that I share something like, hey, submit, like, your issues, uh, your advice, you know, question, you know, I can't phrase that correctly, um, your need for advice of any kind, uh, you know, send it into this email. Like, I don't even care if they don't listen. Just, I, I would love to just help <laughs> in some way and then like be like hey we have answered like these questions and things helping people is cool yeah it'd be nice yeah i'm just i want to help people always not like i'm some sort of saint but (laughs) like i don't know mother Teresa. no but i do you know i always feel bad when i do see those posts and they feel like they don't have anyone to talk to and i'm just like let me help you I don't know. Right, but if it's a, it's a bit awkward to bridge that gap. That's why I don't. Yeah. I never do. Yeah, but if it's like, you know, an email into a podcast, it feels different. It does. It than also, like just like randomly dropping into somebody's inbox and being like, hey, uh, I saw you are having a, a rough time, somebody I don't talk to that often. Yeah, and I imagine it could feel even, I don't know, it could feel a bit better too to just, you know, you're submitting it somewhere to these people and they're going to like read it and consider it and talk about it. It's a discussion kind of thing. I I have done that before. I've I, emailed into a YouTuber and gotten advice back from them. I almost on their video. I almost did it for uh. I wanted to do it for Always Open. You know Barbara Dunkelman's podcast. Ah uh, yes. Um, from Rooster Teeth and um. Uh yeah, so I wanted to do that, but I, I did it. I emailed a uh guy that used to be on SourceFed named Matt Lieberman. Hmm. He's not like huge, but yeah, I I always enjoyed him. Mm. Do you remember what I used to talk about spiders all the time? No. What did I do that with you? I don't remember. <laughs> I can't. My 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 memory is not very linear. No, it isn't. It's kind of like a big blob. It's very much a big blob. But he had like a character that was like a fancy old timey guy, but he was also a spider, and he had a spider farm. Okay, what? Hey, come get your spider trapper keepers. I don't know. Why, Aaron? Why? <laughs> I don't know. He was <laughs> funny, but he did like advice and stuff on his show, and I wrote in as like a, a sad teenager, being like, oh. "Oh, oh, 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 I have no real problems. I'm sad for no reason." <laughs> <laughs> oh, sad, Aaron. Yeah, but I wrote it. I, I've done that before. Emailed like YouTubers and stuff. Doesn't it feel good? Yeah, it feels really. And honestly, I remember when I uh, when he answered my listener email in a segment, I took a note on my phone with the video link and the timestamp when he started like, mm-hmm. uh, going over my email. Yeah, because it uh, it like 
meant so much to me that he like somebody out there like that I looked up to was acknowledging my existence. Mm -hmm. I actually have something right now that a story that I want to submit to a podcast that I listen to. Um, and but I haven't gotten around to it. Also, it's going to be like a really sad story. It's going to be really hard to write and describe um, because they they read listener stories oh, yeah. on like a separate not a separate podcast, but um, another uh, like type. shorter. Yeah. So they have like their main podcast and then they're like not a bonus thing, but it's a different kind. That's kind of something a lot a lot to do. Last yes. podcast does that with side stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite murder does it with the the mini sode. Yeah, it's called Encounters for them, and um, ah. I have a really good story. That's my only story like that um, that I want to submit. But um, maybe I'll tell it on this podcast at some point. But I don't think there's ever going to be a good time for it. <laughs> it's kind of sad and depressing. Yeah, um, maybe if we have a serious episode, but it's something that I, I think about all the time. So I I don't know, but yeah, that's, I need to do that at some point. Yeah. I, I think it's really cool to interact with people on the yeah, content I, creators and have them answer back to you. Yeah. I want to give them that, that interaction. Yeah. It almost feels like uh, a little bit like it means that what you're saying is real and mm -hmm. that the person that you're watching is real and that you're both real in the yeah, same world. And crazy. then they felt like what you were saying was important enough and relatable enough to yeah. talk about on their platform so that it's not only like they're giving advice to you, but mm -hmm. they're giving advice to anybody else who might be going through the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I think it's really cool. The internet's so cool. It is. The communication that we have access to is just dumb cool. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I've always liked it. Yeah. But do you know what the opposite of enjoyment is? Hmm. Uh, not enjoyment right that's correct having a bad time having a bad time you know i'm straight up not having a good time right now mm, it's me all the time you know and uh this is just a really dumb way to segue into a segment that we wanted to do maybe sometimes called uh, uh bitchin it's really we don't have a name for it or a <laughs> at least a clever name for it it's just we're we're bitching about something yeah but this is our segment where we kind of vent or talk about things that maybe aren't so much of a popular opinion or agreed upon opinion or just things that in our life that we're annoyed with or irked by right just stuff that we we ain't hype about ain't hype about you know we ain't about it and i got a few things that i hype about honestly you know, i think everybody does and it's good to get those off your chest sometimes it is um should i start with mine oh yeah sure all right so i've been thinking about this a lot lately because on my face not my facebook feed but my instagram feed i get like some weird asmr videos and i don't know if it thinks that i like them it's a lot of times stuff like objects and things into like mics or like squishy things and the mic is like off camera somewhere but like you hear the sounds of it um i don't get the people ones or like the the mukbangs the mukbangs whatever that's called what the fuck did you just say Muk okay so a mukbang <laughs> or a mukbang whatever the fuck you call it is when people eat in front of a microphone and oh, is that talk. just like the Chinese word for it or something? I don't know. Um, I, I don't watch these, so I have no idea. Because I know, like, eating bananas was banned on Chinese streaming platforms. <laughs> what? Because it looked too much like, you know. Well, yeah, uh, it looks peen. like that. Don't talk about peen. Uh, Banana peen. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't like, I don't know if I completed my thought there, but yeah. So that's when people are, like, eating in front of the mics and yeah, making yeah, yeah. The, the food noises and stuff. <laughs> Um, I hate it. Okay, so I absolutely do not like ASMR in any kind of way. I don't like it. I know that it's a feeling or a sensation that people get when, you know, a certain sound is uh, done into a microphone and it, like, it triggers, like, tr triggers chills or something like right, that. Right, they get, like, little shivers from listening to little it. Little shivers, whatever. Like pleasant shivers. It can be calming. Sometimes it, sometimes it puts people to sleep. Like, it helps them sleep. And every time that, you know, I have come across it, I, you know, when people try and do like, you know, here's a, like a video format of like a thing, like here's an ASMR video, I'm trying it for the first time, like, like a creator that I watch is trying it for the first time or something like that. Mm -hmm. I, I have never liked it. And 
it bothers me. It almost, what makes me kind of almost mad is uh, number one, people eating into the microphone or making any kind of mouth noises into the, into the microphone. That I can agree is disgusting. Is like, it makes me want to punch something. I don't like it. It's not just reminds me. It reminds me of my little sisters eating cereal very loudly with their mouth open. And a close second for me is people whispering into mics. Ooh. I absolutely hate it. Hate it. I just yelled into the mic, but I hate it. It's funny because, uh, you know, sometimes I'll whisper in your ear. But it's like, I it's don't know. Like, uh, but you, the, I was doing it the other day, and you were real bothered by it because I was it, like touching. Like made my <laughs> neck like uh, you know not be there anymore. Like I pushed my like neck into like nothing. Right. Because was... you know you know the phrase like uh, whispering sweet nothings. Yeah. Except I whisper like weird gross shit in your ears. Yeah, you do, and I don't like that. So <laughs> and I'm just like poo poo. Lots of poo-poo. Yeah, no, that's irritating, and I want (laughs) to just, like, smack you for it. Oh, no. I would never smack your beautiful face. Uh. But anyway, I am so bothered by ASMR. Um, You know, like, the the objects and shit, I'm not really... Like, tip-tapping on some wood? Yeah. Like, it doesn't bother me, Like, uh... You know, chip bag crinkling? Yeah, I don't even like that one. Uh, Yeah, nothing... It does nothing for me, so... I, I think you don't you just don't like uh single isolated noises loud and like in in your ear also for any kind of entertainment or uh, something to relax me because it does the opposite it does not relax me right like it's not like you it, it bothers you if you hear me just tapping my fingers on the no, table never but it, when it's in your ear and it's yeah. like the only thing you can hear yeah and you know people click on that for like content and things that they want to experience and i don't want to experience any of that right there are whole channels that like have are dedicated to it and people that have careers based around doing asmr and i don't i don't hate anyone that does it i don't care if you do it i it does nothing for me and also just mouth noises bother me oh yeah yeah whenever i start making mandible noises (sighs) what i call mandible noises anyways don't you do it i'm not i'm not you're gonna do it, aren't you? Like, don't, don't egg me on. I'm gonna don't, don't do it. If you keep doing that, then it <laughs> makes me want to do it more. No, okay. Anyway, <laughs> comment if you want to hear Aaron's mandible noises. Right. But I will. I will isolate an hour of mandible noises and an post hour, it. An hour. An hour of mandible noises. Ten hours of mandible noises. That's so awful. No. <laughs> no, that's a, my actual personal hell. But. Okay, so that's my bitching. That's my rant. Sheen, about it. I don't like ASMR. It, those videos, I just don't like them. Can that? Can we call the segment that? Like, we ain't about it. We ain't about it. We ain't about it. We ain't here for this. I bet the segment name is going to change all the time. It's always going to change based <laughs> on what the circumstances. I like the energy of we ain't about it, though. I do, too. It's pretty chill. It's real chill. It's, it's not, not hostile. Hating. Yeah. Like, there's definitely, like, we will get hostile. And we will mm-hmm. sound a little bit hostile. Yeah. Because we are passionate people. Yeah, we're but, excitable. But, you know, just because we hate something doesn't mean, you know, like Brooke said, she don't hate people that like as ASMR. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about a lot right. of things. It's just, she ain't about it. I just, I, you know, it's cool that people can be, like, relaxed by that, but I have not found my thing that relaxes me. I don't know if that exists. Do you know what's so weird and interesting? What? That humans are all the same species, mm-hmm. but, like, you really dislike ASMR, but mm-hmm. there's millions of other people that love it, yeah. and there's millions of people that don't care about it at all. Yeah. It's like, how are we the same thing, but have completely different reactions to- You know, we built different sometimes. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody is different. Yeah. It's interesting. Do you have anything you want to bitch about or no? Uh, let me just do the very the very common one. Good. That everyone hates on me for. What is that? I don't like garlic. Okay. Okay. So I have to side with you on this one. Um, I'll do my little quick thing here. I like garlic in the moment, and then I I like a bit of it. I've had a salad before, like kind of recently, that was super potent with garlic, and I couldn't finish it. I ate about half of it, and it was it felt fucking gross. But 
what I don't like about garlic is when I can taste it for hours afterward. Um, I can brush my teeth and do whatever to try and clean my mouth out at night. I still taste it the next morning. That is why I do not like garlic. I, I avoid it at all costs now. Yeah, I mean, I definitely enjoy some things that have garlic on them. Yeah, it like, tastes fine. You know, but... when you go to like a little uh, family-owned pizza shop in the middle yeah. of the East Coast mm-hmm. and you get like a, one of those little garlic knots. Yeah. Those well, like garlic little garlic knot breads. Yeah. I really enjoy bread. I think they're good. Yeah, but I don't know. Like that's like, and I, I like garlic in some instances, but I don't choose to put it on anything I eat. Yeah. Like I don't want to add it to anything. Yeah. If it's already there, like in a lot of Italian food, mm-hmm. I'll probably eat it. Mm-hmm. But it's not something that I choose to put on anything in order to season it. I don't think that... I won't put it on chicken. I won't yeah. put garlic salt on my pasta because I just don't... I don't enjoy it. This is controversial, but I don't think it adds that much, honestly. Honestly, it just uh, makes whatever you put on it, uh, all the flavor goes away except for the garlic. But it's mostly an inconvenience. It overpowers everything. It's just an inconvenience for me. Because I'm always tasting it like for a day and a half after, and you know and there's the going to be fucking taste specifically uh, people out there that love garlic that mm-hmm. drench everything they love in garlic. Yeah. Every day they wake up and they uh, slap some garlic powder on their wife's face. Yeah. I don't know. That was yeah. a big extreme, but like I feel like people that like garlic like it so much that they want to replace everything with garlic and just slap it on everything yeah and i don't know i don't get the obsession i don't get why people think it's a must for anything because i don't think it is i think there are much better like seasonings that you can put together and it tastes better i think it smells bad i i don't like okay so when i smell it like in food initially i'm like that smells fine whatever um it's just when you know (laughs) there's a time you know where you feel like if you're sweating and you just have eaten garlic, it feels like it's, you know, I've heard that you can sweat it. The garlic it. sweats? Yeah, the garlic sweats, they call it. Um, or that it comes through your pores. And I'm always self-conscious thinking if I, like, sweat a little too much after eating it, do I smell like it now? Right, yeah, I can see that. That scares me. You know um, what? On the I same like vein of garlic, I hmm. also hate peanut oil. Peanut oil. Interesting. Peanut oil is disgusting, and it is used in many types of Thai food mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yes, it is, yeah. I remember once, specifically this one situation, where I had a school lunch oh. where, for some reason, they had a stand of, like, I don't know, some, like, new school lunch that they were like, here's something new that we might add to our menu in the future, and mm-hmm. it looked fucking bomb. It looked like some awesome Asian food that I wanted to gobble up. Sick. And then I take it back to the table, and I'm like, I'm about to eat something delicious for once in my high school life. <laughs> and I put it in my mouth, and every single bit of it just tastes like peanuts. Oh, see. The broccoli, the rice, no. the chicken, the green beans, the carrots, it all tasted like peanuts. Okay, so I'm, I have not actually had anything with peanut oil in it, or at least anything that with enough of it in it. At least, I think, I don't know. Uh, I've never had it before, so I don't know. I threw that whole thing away. Does it really just make everything taste like peanuts? Everything Is that for real? tasted like peanuts. And also, uh, this may have just been one bad experience that has ruined peanut mm-hmm. oil for me. Because that is honestly the only time I've ever had peanut oil. What is the point of it then? I, I don't know. Also, something... it was to, to like put a like caveat on this. Mm-hmm. It was presented to me in a high school cafeteria. Yeah, that's so true. It may be that I hate peanut oil because I had high school cafeteria peanut oil. That's very possible. But also, I want my Asian food to taste like, I don't know, something other than peanuts. I don't want the entire thing to taste like peanuts. Right, but apparently peanut gross. oil is very popular in some countries. Yeah, some like other cultures. Right, um, but uh, I don't get it. I don't get the hype either. I'm not about the peanut oil. I wouldn't be about or it. Or the garlic. No. Mm-mm. You know, and a lot of my friends in middle school would say that I was a vampire because I stayed inside all the time, wore black, and didn't eat garlic. But, uh, yeah. Also, I um, just so happens that I would die if you staked me in the heart. 
Mm, yeah, like all people. Right, yeah. Yeah, like anybody. <laughs> like, and anything that's, ever. It just so happens that's how you kill anybody. That's a weird coincidence, you know? You know? Mm. <laughs> it's funny how things work. Oh my gosh. Can we use that as a branch over to talk about our super salad segment? All right. Where we talk about entertainment stuffs. Yeah, the stuff we watch well, recently. Uh, speaking of uh, how everybody could die, mm-hmm. uh, Mike uh, Berbiglia. Yes. He has a new stand-up on uh, Netflix called The New One. Yeah, this is the first uh, stand-up we have watched of his. Right, and it's a stand-up slash one-man show. Yeah. Because it's technically on Broadway. Yeah, it's very much anecdotal, but thematic, too. Right. And that it talks about mainly, for the most part, just one topic. Right. It it covers a a um transition in his life. Yeah. About uh parenthood. Yeah. It's very interesting, but it's also stand up a little bit because there's a lot of jokes and there's yeah. a lot of times where you're laughing. It seems like um it feels very much like those kind of books that are like a series of essays or like or yeah something like that. Um, that is about your life. It's all anecdote that is just, I don't know, you're talking about your life, but also kind of making light of it or like making jokes about it in ways um, that can maybe help you cope with the way things have gone. Right. Or it just makes out it more comfortable, more palatable. To talk about. Yeah. So that people aren't just entirely depressed when you're also talking. Entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. That's a way, that's a way of coping and dealing and it works. Yeah, for sure. But it was really funny, and he had a joke about <laughs> what was it? How you kill pe- How you kill zombies? And he's like, and everybody knows this. Yeah. You uh, shoot them in the head with a shotgun, or chop off their head with a samurai sword. You know how you'd kill any person. <laughs> and I was just like, right, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that would kill anybody. I think his delivery is top notch. Right, for sure. It, you described it last night as a, um less innocent John Mulaney. Yeah, like a, um, what was it? Like a cynical-ish. A cynical John Mulaney. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. But he isn't cynical like a, like asshole cynical. Yeah. He's cynical and like a, I can't even describe it, a Mike Birbiglia way. Yeah, <laughs> it's not, it's not cynical like he's an asshole like, um, like other com- comics we know. Uh, he's, um, he's still very like sweet and like, wholesome in some ways right but it's also he's had a lot of struggles and things that he's dealt with and he's presenting that in a light that is you know here's the reality of it but also i can joke about it right he's just being real being real not sugarcoating anything that has happened to him right um and you know making it so that he's like but i'm not letting that bring me down completely yeah yeah because it's it's some heavy it or stuff than we've experienced, I think, in, in, uh, in comedy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think he's brilliant. Yeah. He's honestly, he's really good writing. Yeah. There is a, there is some props. Mm-hmm. He incorporated some props That's into some the props. show. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. The props. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really good show. I enjoyed I, it. I thought it was just adorable the way that he incorporated some of his wife's poetry. Oh, right, yeah. His wife is a poet, and... uh, As someone who writes poetry on and off, that's so cute and, like, lovely to do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just... It's really nice. But, yeah, he takes a uh, a little bit of a difficult topic, parenthood, Mm -hmm. and, you know, whether to have children or to not have children, and uh, how he kind of went through the process of absolutely not wanting children to raising a child with his wife. Yeah. Yeah. And how, I don't know, it's kind of like how hard that was, but then also how he kind of starts to get it at the end. Yeah, he does. It's almost, you know, it's a journey. It's definitely a shortened version of this uh, segment of his life that is a journey. Yeah, and a journey that he definitely did not expect to uh, go on at yeah, all. Yeah, I mean, he talks about not wanting to have children for a very long time. and He has seven specific reasons. Those are my seven reasons for not having a kid, though, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, they all, they all really made sense. Uh, the one I specifically remember 
And I guess, I, I don't know, should we talk about, we shouldn't talk about like maybe all of them just so no. people can go and go and, go watch, and watch it. it yeah. But like one reason in particular was that he has a lot of like pre-existing conditions. Yes. He has a lot of issues like health-wise going on with himself mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to at all pass those down. Yes. And I totally get that. Right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to pass down. He specifically has something where like he will physically act out what is happening in his dreams so if he is like kicking a football he will find something in the room pick it up and kick it like a football so it could potentially be a baby you know right and it could be a baby he talks about uh jumping out of a second story window while he was asleep yeah having to get stitches in his leg and everything yeah that's insane yeah he has to be he has to sleep in a sleeping bag so that he doesn't (laughs) You know, get up in the middle of the night and do violent acts by yeah, accident. strangle something or whatever. Right. And that's something that you definitely wouldn't want your kid to deal with. No. Um, also, you could put your baby in danger. Right. Of course. Yes. Uh, very valid. I think all of those reasons are valid. And, you know, I want to maybe have a kid at some point in my life, in our lives, when we are financially stable enough. Right. Yeah. Or at least in excess to the point of comfortability. Um, but yeah. and I it's think, not uh, a priority of any kind. It's definitely uh, very specific to people's lives. It is. Because some people feel the calling to have children earlier on. Mm-hmm. And some people feel like they never want to have children. And yeah. then one day they're like, wow, I really want to be a parent. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's you know similar to us. I mean, we have always had kind of a call to entertainment. Right, and yeah. Now we are trying to pursue being entertainers in some fashion. So, you know, at this age, some people don't have, you know, a call that is like a hobby or career thing. You know, they do have jobs, obviously, or or careers. Can't uh, live without those. Obviously. But, you know, say it's not like, uh, you know, a super career-oriented goal. It's like you have your career and now this person might have a desire to have children and that's their thing similar to like us having our thing so it's not like i'm frowning upon that at all of course yeah it's you know we all have our different callings and different timing so it's all normal it's all fine as long as you are you know able to you know take care of your child properly then what the heck is the problem right and as long as uh there's a lot of people that have children uh, by accident and then end up just raising a kid with a shitty life because they were like, I didn't want you anyways. Yeah, it's just that there's not a need for us to reproduce immediately or <laughs> that there's, you know... that I'm we... definitely not ready to be a dad. No, I'm not ready to be a mom. It's going to be like 15 years until I'm ready, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I would definitely say it'd be late 30s. It's going to be late 30s for sure. You're going to be waiting a while, mom. Sorry. To be a grandmother. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) But, you know, it's not like we need to do this immediately or we even have to do it because there are plenty of babies in the world. There are plenty of people reproducing, so we don't have to. Yeah, it's not a responsibility. Like, we're not worried about repopulating the planet. It's more about, you know, a calling that you have at some point in your life to like, hey, I want to experience that. I want to look at a little me. Yeah, and I strongly feel that we are going to reach that point, but it's just not now, and it won't be in our late 20s, probably. Yeah, yeah. I just, I think that we really want to be comfortable when we do it. You know, we don't want to, you know, be stressed out, I guess. (laughs) We're definitely going to be stressed out. We're going to be stressed out, obviously, but, you know, we have and a kind of... Eliminate as many other outside stressors as possible. Yeah, and, you know... To balance then like this entertainment career that we're trying to build along with a child or like a newborn, it would be really hard and stressful building it in it from the ground, you know, as yeah, yeah. the starting points. When we are established, perhaps it will be a lot easier, but we'll see. I definitely commend my parents for raising me through all of their early lives. Yeah, it's crazy. Because they had me when they were like 21. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's me right now. Yeah. I can't imagine, like, they had the the maturity Mm -hmm. to be able to start raising me and having me 
at that age. Right? I don't have that. I, I feel like I would ruin a child right now. Me too. <laughs> I would not be a good mother. I feel like I don't have the life experience. Me either. But uh, you know what? They did a pretty great job, I, if I do say so myself. I know people my age that have babies or younger. It's still a thing people do, obviously. Right. They're definitely... Again, it's just a calling and it's a timing thing. Right. It and happens it's different at for everyone. different times in everyone's life. It's always different for everyone. It can be when you're very young, when you're very old, whatever. You know what? There is a message in this conversation mm-hmm. uh, that we spawned from Mike Berbiglia's uh, <laughs> uh, stand-up one-man mm-hmm. show. And it's that... Um, people out there that are having babies real young don't feel bad when you see other people that don't have them because you know some people have that calling earlier in life than others and I'm sure you're going to do a great job and also for you people that don't have kids right now like me and Brooke here don't feel bad that you're not having kids and other people are starting families Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that you're falling behind in life it means that you're just not ready for that or that's not for you well said. Yeah. 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 Also, um, don't shit on people for not having kids, like, or not, or having them late right. in life. Or pressure there's them a, to have children. A weird superiority sometimes with, with uh, at least people uh, my age that are having kids young and they're like, oh, I'm going to be like 35 then and, or like, you know, uh, 40 on the beach and while well, my kids are like 18 and you're going to have newborns. It's like, yeah, it's different for everyone. Calm down. Right. You know, that's a there's weird thing to brag about. There's definitely a kind of big-headedness that people get. It, that happens in a lot of different ways. It's so weird. It it shows itself in many different cases, doesn't right. it? Right. But those people aren't taking into account that everyone's lives are different. Yeah. So, like, stop trying to bring other people's choices down because you decide to do something earlier than others. You know, it's right. different it's for everyone. It's the same with any... Uh, way that you choose to live your life that's for you yeah and you're allowed to talk about it and share it with people mm-hmm. but you know don't throw that in people's don't faces be crappy about it come on don't be crabby yeah you know what Not we cool. we ain't about being crappy to people we ain't about it we ain't about it Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> uh but quickly other things that we were watching yeah we continue to watch the mandalorian the mandalorian so we watched episode four and five Right. Of the Mandalorian. And episode four was pretty interesting because I feel like it followed a bit of a trope that some things have in which the uh, the Mandalorian, <laughs> I, I like lost my train of thought. That's fine. I do the same thing all the time. But the Mandalorian comes to this like fun green looking planet and he's like, you know what? Me and baby Yoda, we going to chill here because mm-hmm. this is a peaceful place. Where we won't have to worry about, you know, bounty hunters coming and uh, snatching up my baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Don't snatch up babies. Right. But then it ends up being a whole thing where he, like, teaches a tribe of people to fight off these, like, raiders yeah. and stuff. Which you get that sequence of, like, uh, experienced dudes uh, teaching unexperienced dudes how to fight off uh, an incoming force. Yeah, and I have seen this trope plenty, but I cannot give you a solid example for some reason. It's so bizarre. Yeah, like, neither can I. I've seen it in I. movies. I've seen it in TV shows like that. I guess I have, kind of, I kind of Mulan of a little bit. Mulan. I was thinking of because they like, trained people that weren't warriors I in was, Mulan. I was thinking of The Walking Dead. I just know there's like there's a part or two even teaching in people seasons. how to use guns for real. Yeah, like using guns, using weapons, how to fight, whatever, how to kill zombies. Right. I feel yeah. like that happened, but I can't give you an example anyway um i still love that trope i still love this uh, contained like kind of bottle episode of that yeah we're entering an interesting period in this show where we aren't really sure where it's gonna go yeah we aren't the first three episodes were kind of like uh very compact very this is the story we're continuing from episode to episode but now it's kind of like uh mandalorian and baby yoda adventures where will they go next? Yeah, it's like we had these three where um, we are establishing what is going to, I guess, branch off into the next right. like, we're kind of se- setting, segment of their lives together, pretty much. We're setting the new situation. We're yeah. getting a feel for it. Yeah, because, and, he, you know, he was able to, uh, you know, leave with Baby Yoda. So we had to reach that point first. And now, 
you know, we're not sure what's going to happen next. He, you know, they're being tracked and all that, but, you know. Oh, my God. Hmm. The Mandalorian ha- crack, croaking up a little bit, being a little <gasps> emotional. <sighs> that I felt that in my soul. That actually made me tear up. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Stop it. Just stop. I And watching the little baby Yoda play with the children. I, like... I, there's something about this that pulls at my heartstrings really badly, like right. like it painfully. There's just something about it. This the lone Mandalorian, you know, he's has he's basically a father now to this little baby Yoda. It's just oh, he just wants a good life for for him. Right, and he, he feels like he can't voice. he can't give the little child a good life. It's so hard, you know. He, uh, so spoilers, we get to the end of this episode, and he wants to leave. Um, baby Yoda with this village. Right, because he feels kids, like that's a safe place. The kids love him. If he feels like it's a safe place, they were able to defend um, from... I don't know, random raider people. Yeah, raider people. Um, but, you know, at the end, as he reaches this decision, we get then a tr- person that was, like, hunting them down and was, like, going to... Right, Basically a bounty shoot, hunter that almost takes out Baby Yoda. Almost kills Baby Yoda, but then the uh, the other bounty hunter girl, ex-bounty hunter girl, right? Temporary sidekick lady for the episode. Yeah, yeah. She's an ex-bounty hunter, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, she, I think she did something for, like, where she, for, like, the government. Yeah. Where she, like, she, she like this wasn't what I signed up for. Yeah, but. she's trying to chill now, because, like, at the beginning, she was like, hey, there can't be two of us here. Right, uh, yeah. But... Yeah, so, but she ends up finding this before the guy can shoot Baby Yoda. She kills him. Right. So, but then, but that, then they realize that they were distracted so easily now, and they're still on the hunt, and there could be more on the way right now. There's They have to get farther away. It's, too, it's still too much within reach. Yes, yes. Yeah. That means that he has to, you know, take Baby Yoda on the run. Yeah, and it's which we don't have a name for Baby Yoda still. We don't the kid or the child. But it it is sad, and it breaks my heart to see that the Mandalorian really wants to have a stable life for this kid, some sort of normalcy, some sort of you know fun and enjoyment, and uh, just life experience that is good and positive. But you know he's gonna have to take him on this like lone journey still, and he feels like it's no life for a kid. And that's and al- true. And also, he felt like it would be nice to settle down himself. Because mm-hmm. he cracked, he had that moment, that emotional little bit there, because that woman was like, wouldn't it be nice if you stayed here and yeah. you could help this kid grow up? Oh, my and God. And you relax for a little bit? And he said, oh. like, he delivered, he was like, it, it would. Like, he had that <laughs> little, like, like, sound where he's holding back tears. Ow. It hurts my heart. It hurts my heart so much, Aaron. I can't. Oh, yeah. It hurt me. I teared up. I wanted to sob. Also, like, the amazing ability that this actor has to portray that emotion. Beautiful, huh? Literally behind a mask with no facial expressions. Gorgeous. That was mm, exquisite. I wonder how many takes that was to get that perfect. It's hard, yeah. But, you know, there was like a crack in his voice and everything. It was so convincing. Yeah, you could just tell. It was so good. Yeah, but... As much as this was just like, you know, um, I mean, this does set the tone, I guess, for a lot of these upcoming episodes right, that yeah. they are not safe still. And it's going to be a while until they are. So now we're going to have like a, a series of journeys or just one journey, whatever, um, of them attempting to find some kind of a safe haven, right? Yeah, and the uh, fifth episode continues that because it starts with a battle in space. Yeah, with a bounty hunter that's trying to shoot them down to get the uh, the Mandalorian to give up the little baby. Yeah, it's gonna be a long journey, and uh, so then we eventually reach somewhere new. Yeah, they go to Tatooine, cause um, which is a desert mm-hmm. planet. For, not new to us though, but yeah, <laughs> right, not new to the universe, but yeah, they. Um, he goes to that planet because after the space battle, the Star War, <laughs> the Star War, his uh, ship is in disrepair. So he has yeah. to land there and, you know, get it repaired. Yeah. And he, you know, they go there and they, you know, find a place and this lady is yeah, going to help fix up the ship. 
Yeah. Yeah, but then uh, he has to pay for that, so he goes try to find bounty work. Mm-hmm. He finds this kid that's trying to get into the Bounty Hunters Guild. Yeah. And so now he's like, uh, if you help me get this bounty, I'll give you all the money, and my reward will be being in the guild. Mm-hmm. But then it ends up like, like the kid ends up betraying him and trying to take the Mandalorian. Yeah. Because the bounty that they were trying to get, the person was like, you know, the Mandalorian's worth way more than I am. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, all right, kill you. Yeah. Kill you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That kid, oh, man. He wasn't supposed to, like, rub you in a good way, so he definitely rubbed me the wrong way. Dude, that was some, like, cocky asshole kid. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was weird. That was some 20-year-old bullshit. He didn't think that he was the shit, but he definitely was like a little bit um, reaching a bit too far. He was like a level five trying to take off a, a level 50. Um, level 100 boss. Level 100 boss. I could take him on. You know, Mob like, boss. You know, like when you're like starting out your, your game, like after replaying it for like how many times and you're like, I've fought this boss before, so I'm going to do it again. Or I fought this enemy before. You know, I know it's a very difficult one. I'm going to do it again because I'm having fun. And then you die. Uh, that. So that was, it was that. I've done that. I've done that in Skyrim. Anyway. I have not. Uh, but yeah, that was what that was. A really, I play a Minecraft. Really cocky... I play Minecraft. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but then also uh, during all of that, the uh, mechanic lady is taking care of Baby Yoda, which is really cute. Oh my gosh. Because he leaves Baby Yoda on the ship and Baby Yoda like, Comes out of the ship. Oh, really he's tired, so tired. Really tired. Really like, groggy. So cute. And she was like, what are you doing here? Like, what? why did he leave this little baby? And so she looks after him, um, you know, for like the money. But you can kind of tell like, you know, she kind of wants to. She's like, oh, this is cute. Which I have to say, uh, also props to the writers for like making kind of like a gruff sort of aggressive woman be like all nurturing and sweet to like a little baby because hey there are many sides to women awesome there yeah no one is well they made this side character not one-sided yeah not like one-dimensional right i think they've done a very good job at doing that with all their side characters yeah portraying them in a way that is not so flat and boring yeah Right, like just because we're going to see him for one episode doesn't mean that we have to make their scenes excruciating to watch. Yeah, or like, oh, uh, this, this is so tired. I've seen this all like in many different things. Uh, I'm bored yeah. by it. Yeah, they don't do that. I, think I have they, they spoken. Do, they do a good job with that. I have spoken. I have spoken. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was funny too. Yeah, he was. Yeah. I have spoken. And as that was how that dude ended all his sentences... That's how we're going to end this episode of our podcast. Yep, it's time to end it. Um, It's time to start saying our farewells. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. There are all kinds of ways to support us. You can go like our page, Alternative Bird Podcast. Uh, We're on Spotify, obviously. You can go and follow us on Spotify. We we would appreciate it if you can go on Apple Podcasts and rate and review us. That would be super helpful. It uh, helps with the algorithm. Yeah, and... uh, I, I, I really want to emphasize that that follow button on Spotify. Yes. If you have, uh, if you like this and plan to come back, even if you only follow it for a little bit, just follow us. See if you like it. Yeah. And if you've listened to more than one episode of what we do, if you just click that follow button, it really helps boost our numbers so that other people can find out who we are and give us a try. Also, we won't get in your way. We'll, we'll be like in your feed from time to time with right, an update. We're just there. We're just here, like, chilling. If you want to click on our show, do it. If not, you can ignore us. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, it just really helps if you click that little button. really helps a lot. Right. And then uh, I will set up an email before this episode comes out. Yeah. For, um, you know, a, a Gmail account. The way the pod goes? Right. The way the pod <gasps> goes at gmail.com. Wait a second. I think I might have actually created one. Did you I create an email? <laughs> Oops. Because I didn't create one. I I think in order to make my ins- the Instagram, I think I did. Oh. Oh, oh that would make sense because you did need an email to sign up. Whoops, that was the wrong thing. Uh, <laughs> hang on, I'm checking it now. <laughs> oh, yeah, but we also have an Instagram page. You can go follow uh, the way the pod goes on Instagram. 
Oh, but yeah, we do have an email. Oops. <laughs> it is the way the pod goes at gmail.com. We have a Gmail. I'm not signed into it. Oops. I'll do that we'll later. We'll sign into it. We'll sign into it. If you want to email us, you can. Please do. Yeah. Tell us at, your thoughts. You as can tell we us talked about us. earlier, we would love to get some fan interaction. Maybe in an advice dead. corner one Listener day. Listener interaction. Listener interaction. We are not that cool yet. <laughs> we are not that not, cool. We're not cool. But yeah, you can email us at the way the pod goes, the way the pod goes at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, you could message us on Instagram. That's the thing. Yeah. 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 All of the ways. There are many ways to contact us. Go ahead and be loud and proud about it because we don't see a lot of fan inter. Not nah, oh, ew. Uh, listener, listener interaction. interaction. I don't want to say it. Ew. Uh, we don't see any of it really. So it, reach out to us because it makes us feel good. Yeah, it would make my day. It would absolutely make my week if someone just reached out and was like, "Hey, I listen to this and I love it." And I'm like, "I like it even." Or if you're ambulance about it. If you're ambulance about it. Ambivalent ambivalent there you if go. you're just like i could go either way mm-hmm. but i would listen again yeah please tell us or post about it yeah. be like i just listened to this new podcast yeah it can be discouraging because we kind of just don't hear anything we just keep going and we hope we're doing something good and we would like some reassurance honestly <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'd be cool yeah we would it'd love be that cool. yeah well thanks anyways even if you don't do any of that and you just listen I see that you started the podcast on our analytics We page. can see our analytics and see if you've streamed it, so. So, if you do that, uh, thank you, and I appreciate you. We actually love you. Love you so much. We love you with all our hearts. I'll see you on Wednesday. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.